You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Take 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we review the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. 
report its libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So he poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted, and we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good because why? We lack consciousness and consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family, brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi. Hotep family. Hope everything was well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good day today. Because I hope you get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping that the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. And of course, if it is not, and it has to get done, you'll get it done because that's the kind of brother and sister that you is. And that's why we give you much love and props and respects.
because you get it done. You don't procrastinate. That's right. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media. This program is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Other way you can get to the programs is very easy. Whatever search engine you use, you know, the Firefox, uh, Google, Google Search, Abibiatumi, put in babaoshi.net, B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I.net. And once again, there will be programs that are dated entitled other programming we have here on time for an awakening media this program is every monday wednesday and friday 11 a.m to 1 p.m eastern time and all times are going to give us always our eastern times on on mondays from eight to nine black therapy central with dr kamal kambon dr moya kambon and their daughter nataki kambon from eight to nine black therapy central from 9 to 10, every first and third Mondays, conversations, reparations with Brother Jamoke and Sister Lacey. On Tuesdays, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers from 8 to 10 on Tuesdays. And Thursdays from 7 to 8 on Thursdays, Mississippi on the move, Black Liberation Movement, Mississippi on the move. On Fridays, if it's Friday and it's 8 p.m. Eastern, it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. Time for an awakening. Saturday from 7 to 9 on Saturday, Sankofa Elders Council. And then on Sunday at 7 p.m. once again, time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We buy black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses is WeBuyBlack.com. Get everything you need from African, American African-owned businesses. WeBuyBlack.com. Africa for the Africans. Brother Bomani Tahima is this month. He's taking our people to Tanzania, November 17th through the 28th for $4,000. Ten. Tanzania and then December 24th to January 5th 2023 to Ghana $4,000 then March 30th to April 10th 2023 Senegal and Gambia for $4,000 then May 24th to June 5th 2023 Ghana for $4,000 then July 20th to July 30th, 2023, Rwanda, $4,200. Then November 16th through November 27th, 2023, Tanzania, $4,000. Then December 24th to January 4th, 2024, South Africa, Azenia, a zinnia for $4,200. And then March 29th to April 9th, 2024, Liberia, $3,800. These are the tours that are upcoming. I'm quite sure Brother Bomani might put in more 
tools on or maybe takes them off depending upon the response. But one thing for sure that you can do when you go to Africa for the Africans.org, you can find out how you can buy land, you can invest, and you can repatriate. That's right. You can go, you can look at the city that has been created, you know, the information that I provide for you on this program all the time. And on that site, everything you need. When I went to Ghana back in 2019, I went to Africa for the Africans. I didn't go through Brother Bamani Tahimba, but he provided me with all the information that I needed. So you don't have to to uh, take one of his tours, but you're definitely going to have to get the information and the documentation, the shots, the visas, and all the other kind of stuff. So go to AfricaForTheAfricans.org. Habasha. Habashaincorporated.org. Brothers and sisters, what they are doing is the work. That's what they're doing because they're helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. And of course, uh, they haven't updated it yet. I'm hoping they'll do so so we can find out and get more information uh, about the, what happened with the opening of the Kashi Project. Beautiful buildings and scenery. They have some. Uh, no, those are the same pictures so we'll see but habashahincorporated.org brothers and sisters go to habashahincorporated.org Ledge Group Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics the Ledge Group they deal in the area of the four areas of human existence that are vital to humanity food, water, clothing and shelter they have 12 projects on six countries on the continent with over 170 employed and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters become a member of the Ledge Group. Ledge, land for the environmental development for group economics. Abibiatumi. Abibiatumi. dot com. Brothers and sisters. Go to abibiatumi.com and make it a favor. You know, they have news feeds. They got shopping, groups, members, blogs, all kinds of information. It is a good place to go. Abibiatumi.com. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I. Smy Pharmacy. Smy Pharmacy. S-M-A-I. S-M-A-I. This call may be recorded or transcribed. F A R M A C Y. Smy Pharmacy. Brothers and sisters, give Brother Jabril a call at four, excuse me, at 731 327 6229. That's 731 327 6229. And of course, you want to drop him an email, Smy Pharmacy, at gmail.com. Smy Pharmacy. Brothers and sisters, if you are having some ailments, some other issues, you can contact Brother Jabril. Believe me, he'll work a program out for you. Whatever it is that you want to do with your health, lose weight, diabetes issues, you know, asthma, whatever it is, a holistic approach. Smy Pharmacy. The Brother Moses West Foundation dot org and the 
Jackson, Mississippi Water Rescue Program. And uh, believe me, man, it's, 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 it's still going strong. Donations are still coming in constantly. And uh, believe me, you should go to the website, donate to the program. He's providing water for the brothers and sisters in Jackson, Mississippi. Clean, clean, drinkable water by the atmospheric water generator. The atmospheric water generator. He builds them. The moisture is in the air. He takes it. He goes through a filtering process. Turn on the tap, out comes drinking water. There is no issue with water. The issue is access to water. That's the real issue. And that can be done. That could be settled by us as human beings. We can do that. It's not something we can, it's just, you know, donate. He can build these machines. Hopefully uh, there comes a time where there's a factory that builds these machines to his specification and then get these machines to the areas where they're needed. On the continent, in Asia, Australia, United States, Canada, whatever, South America, the islands, wherever there's a problem or issue of water, because water is an essential part of our lives. Without water, you can go days without food, but you can only go about two to three days without water before things start to really deteriorate in your mind and in your body. Water is necessary. Water is essential. We must have water. Brothers and sisters, go to the Moses West Foundation.org. Yeah. <laughs> Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar located here in the West End in Atlanta, Georgia. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar located from across the street from Soul Vegetarian Restaurant down the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna. And, of course, near there is the West End Mall. <laughs> also, too, <laughs> Afrocentrics, beautiful African clothing and all kinds of good stuff at Afrocentrics right there. That's on um, Lee Street. Lee and Ralph David Abernathy. But we're talking about Wadadas. Brothers and sisters, give Wadadas a call at 404-444-1635. That's 404-444-1635. They have a fine selection of uh, smoothies and fruit drinks. And, and they even have vegan food on Saturday and Sunday. Vegan dishes on Saturday and Sunday. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Featuring a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, t-shirts, figurines, and oh, so much more. The Medu Bookstore in the Green Bar Mall. Give Mama Nia a call at 404-346-3263. That's 404-346-3263. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar located in Lithonia. That's off of I-20 east of Atlanta. Going east, I-20. Give Brother Gazemde Ajamu a call. He has books. He has all kind of clothes. He has t-shirts, all kind of stuff. Give him a call at 770-305-6373. That's 770-305-6373. There is light in the black dot. 
The next exit east of where Baba uh, Kazende is, is the new Black Wall Street Market. Exit 75, Turner Hill Road. You exit, make a right, and you go down three lights, make a right, and on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. And I know they're being and getting ready for this holiday season. You know, I think it's uh, the first time they had the holiday season. I'm not sure if they were open already back then. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But I've got to get there to check it out to see what's happening so I can report back to you to let you know the progress that has been made at the new Black Wall Street market. Yeah. Us lifting us, the economic development cooperative for our people. Tomorrow night, Thursday night, the Thursday night broadcast on blogtalkradio.com. That's blogtalkradio.com, U-L-U, forward slash U-L-U, and you'll get the program. Or you can call on Thursday night because the program airs on Blog Talk Radio, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. And you dial 929 Four seven seven two seven eight nine. That's nine two nine four seven seven two seven eight nine. You can listen to the program, or you can hit one, and you can ask your questions or give your comment or concerns for us lifting us. Homeland Village, Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Oh, man, they have everything: clothing. T-shirts, holistic health, beauty products, oils and incense, CD, DVDs, literature, books, all kind of books, jewelry, Pan-African fashions, uh, furniture. They even have a vegan restaurant on the premise. That's right. So give Brother Abija a call. He's located 2910 Napier Avenue in Macon, Georgia. Give him a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop. They're open uh, from Tuesday to Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sun Goddess Sense. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall, Booth 225. For more information, give my good sister Shelly Amonset a call at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Brothers and sisters, Sanjay. Dash Haiti. Sister Gabriel really is doing the work on the island, the northeast portion of the island of Haiti. And uh, she deserves support because you, I just, you know, we had a conversation this past Monday how messed up Haiti is. You can't, you know, those children still need uh, the necessities for their development and growth. They still need the education, the health care, the sustainable agriculture, the the entrepreneurship. So go online. Go to Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash I-E-T-A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay dash I-E-T dot org. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Occupant Institute. Uh, yes, we Occupant Institute. We're going to talk about Oh, this Saturday, that's this Saturday coming up. You know, Occupant Institute is an educational program that has been ongoing for many years with Baba Baruti and 
Mama Enya, and they deserve donations. They deserve constant, you know, uh, uh, money to be because that's what they rely on. They get nothing from institutions. No, you don't expect, and you shouldn't suspect that a educational program talking about developing warriors should, you know, be relying on money from this government. It ain't happening. You know? So if you understand that, make your check or money or order out to Ackman Institute. Send it to P.O. Box 10786 Atlanta, Georgia 30310. Okay? Or, or you can use PayPal Baruti at yahoo.com for PayPal. Cash app, you can use the dollar sign, Yah, Y-A-A, the letter M, Baruti, B-A-R-U-T-I, and make your donations that way. Also, too, Baba Baruti's a prolific writer, and go to Akaben House for all those conscious raising books that he provides. I mean, it's, you know, I think his last one is Identity. I think there's another one after that. But of course, you know, you can get the Inye Saysim, you know, Daily Revolutionary Thought, all kinds of ways. This Saturday, this Saturday, um, from 4 to 6 p.m., Mama Inye, she has uh, uh, the quarterly online African womanhood discussions. And this is sharing our sisterhood stories. You know, it's a donation $10. And, uh, and of course, what you do is to make your donation ten dollars. Make it either via PayPal, as I mentioned to you, yabaruti at yahoo dot com, or Cash App dollar sign yabaruti. Include your pertinent information. Which of course, is what the title is: sharing our sisterhood stories. Your name, and of course, your email address, so they can send you the link. Yes, the Warriors. The same day, this Saturday. From noon to three, from noon to three, they're going to talk about the uh, Inye Sesim, you know, the gathering of brothers. And the same thing applies, including your pertinent information, warrior words, your name, your email address so they can send you the link. You know? All right. The warriors. The Inye Sesim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. So, uh, November 19th November 19th Saturday November 19th from 5 to 9 Kibuka remembering the middle passage to the eyes of our ancestors Kibuka it's going to be at the sweet spot 675 Metropolitan Parkway here in Atlanta 675 Metropolitan Parkway the donation is $20 for a whole family $15 for a couple, $10 for adults, and $5 for young folks. Kibuka, remembering the middle passage through the eyes of our ancestors. Yeah. But, okay, we're going to get on with the program. Yeah. What is that? What am I, what am I talking about? Oh, that's right. I'm talking about <laughs> these anti-Semitism. Oh, first let me read the Inye Say some brothers and sisters. Excuse me. 
the Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought. I um Okay. November 1st. The problem with the man is that he's always getting half the story and then bungles it. It dates all the way back to the Greeks. Tony Cade Bambara. Europeans are the world's greatest imitators. As evidenced throughout their history, once they feel they have destroyed the people and cannot be stopped from debasing them and taking them, taking from them whatever they want and claiming it has their own. They usurp their victims, external characteristics, and at least those which do not interfere with their acelic imperative. In doing so, in their twisted fantasies, they believe that they become or rather possess those that they imitate. However, because they are not who because they are who they are, arrogant children without any evidence and even a basic experience or fundamental spiritual, emotional development and content of those they seek to ingest and assimilate. They fail to realize that they only become who they mimic at a very, very superficial level. Their very heart and soul is missing from their theft. A perfect example of this is found among those of them who imitate the drumming, dancing, attire, hairstyles, and especially the spiritual systems and rituals of traditional Africans. Inwardly, Europeans can be nothing other than what they are. For that matter, no one can become what they are not, no matter how convincing the imitation. Affirm I am what I am to the core. Affirm, I am what I am to the core. I say, the the Europeans. (sighs) November 2nd. Miseducation is the process by which field niggas are converted into house niggas. Glory of peace. Wherever they may be, warriors are of the field, regardless of the bloodline of which they are the culmination. Warriors are of the field. They see the value in this choice and appreciate the honesty and authenticity and authenticity of the uncompromised self-esteem that can only grow there. Warriors view what they, what many will see as highly desirable creature comforts with intense knowledgeable skepticism. You know, that's what the warriors do. You know. These feelings of dis, of distaste, distaste, excuse me, family, these feelings of distaste do not come from a preference for discomfort. Rather, they rise from a studied awareness of their source in an African, anti-African society. They know that everything has psychological and political strings and rarely do those strings attached to the things produced on Yuruku's assembly line favor Africans. They have learned to think as Africans at war 
with their people's destroyers. They do not want to subsist in this in their houses. We don't want to subsist in their houses. Regardless of how difficult and seemingly disadvantaged this stand may appear to most, the freedom and power that comes from choosing to be Africa, to choose to be choosing to be African is too precious for them to relinquish for a few hand-me-downs. True warriors are deeply rooted in the soil and unconvertibility. You can't convert us. Affirm, I am of the field. Affirm, I am of the field. The Inye Sesim of daily revolutionary thought. The Inye Sesim. Man, it's powerful, isn't it? We're going to talk today about I just, you know, sometimes you just, you, you, you hear stuff and you don't want to talk about that, you know, but then something happens and you got to talk about that because it's right there. Oh, let me say this before I get off into that. I apologize and thank you, Brother Kwaku. I need to uh, start talking about that more as part of my announcement and that is uh, the black man's lab that is at the um, the young YMCA on Campbellton Road Campbellton Road near DeLoe I don't have the exact address so I'm going to get all that information from you brother Kwaku and so and about the both places the one in Decatur so I can make a proper uh, announcement about the Black Men's Lab every Monday at 6 o'clock and on Tuesdays in Decatur at 6 o'clock. So, and I'll see if I can get some information, Brother Kwaku, that is, like say, for instance, what is going to be discussed because they always have some good topics, uh, good resource people, and the young men that attend, and, and us elders, us, us elders and older uh, brothers and brothers, get a lot out of it we really do that's the black men's lab brother molly davis my good brother so yeah so yeah um the situation with kanye west and now um um kyrie irving now you know kanye Kanye has done some things that have caused many of us to question his sanity, you know, and to question his Africanness, you know, even most recently with those him and he's standing next to, you know, what's her name? <laughs> you know, uh, Candace Owens and her Caucasian love and self would t-shirts on that says <laughs> white lives matter no all lives matter <laughs> uh, white lives matter you know so Kanye's done some, some things but his talking about the European Jews and what he's saying is on point first we got to really um give a historical now once again 
I am not a historian. I am not, I'm not any, I'm, I'm just a brother every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, retired firefighter from the city of Milwaukee who goes, who comes on this radio platform and tried to, my best to give our people the truth, tried to motivate our people to put something on the minds. And I have been doing this on this radio program for over eight years, but I've been doing this for decades. For decades. On my off days, I would go into schools and talk with young people. Those schools that are in the hood, those schools, and they would put together a group of young men, and sometimes young men and women who were, you know, challenged and should be doing better. And I try my best to let them know what you're up against. And and believe me, I'm I I don't want to, you know, give them fantasy or myth or fairy tale. I want to give them historical facts from our perspective. Letting them know that what they're getting here is not real. It's not the truth. It's not the whole truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs> not at all. So the theologies that are predominant in the world. There are many theologies. In fact, um, what's his name? Uh, such a Scientology. Uh, he said, if you want to get rich, create a religion. You know? If you want to get rich, create a religion. And he did. The Church of Scientology. But there's others have done so too. All of them. Caucasians have come up with various religions, Mormonism. Now I've got to try to find that particular piece. I ain't going to bother with that. But, you know, all of these Caucasians that created the Pentecostal and the Lutherans and the Methodists, all of these religions, Islam, all of them, I'm saying unequivocally, undeniably, these religions are not African. On this program, on this program, we only promote what will liberate African people. This program promotes ind independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for African people. The model of this program is Pan-Africanism or perish, unify or die. Everything else in the discussion, if you ain't talking about that, ain't moving towards that, ain't trying to get to, it's moot. So there's no religion. And I know good brothers, I've had my friend, Brother Muhammad Abdullah, on the program many times. Other cats who are Christians. Sure. Hebrew lights. Sure. But they're not African. And my contention is that you be African first. Everything else second. In fact, you kick that stuff to the curb. Just being real. Embrace African spirituality. Or if you don't know, if you don't want to embrace any, embrace any spirituality, fine. But what you do embrace is that Africa for Africans, our home, our beginnings, 
our salvation. If we are going to be a people in the future that can compete with other people, that's who we need to be. Not black Hebrew Israelites, brothers and sisters. I'm just keeping it real. That is still a theology that that uh, 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 <laughs> you know, everything really comes out of African spirituality. You know, my good brother, I got to get um, brother on the brother, brother Njai, Ben Njai, good brother. I got to I got to make some contact. I think I think he's still in the Mid East, but he, he's coming out with a book. But he's I don't know if you are if you go on um, TikTok. Or you got, or you follow him on Facebook. He just throws down serious knowledge, spiritual knowledge. Brother Ben Enjai, outstanding. You know, he just threw down a piece uh, on the uh, uh, what is that? Uh, the new movie with uh, the Rock in it. And how that, how that movie uses African comedic spirituality and deities. You know, we're the first people on the planet, family. We are the first people on the planet, and we're also the first people. You know, who gave this world spirituality, and and and. All of those concepts of religion that we gave the world, you could still see it, you could still read it, but yet, yet they say that our spirituality is mysticism and evil and so forth. What they have is historically true. Their theology is historically true. That's the main, when you read Urugu, brothers and sisters, that's the main thing, the main thing that uh, they have in the religious section that Mama Marimba had in the religious section. The bottom line is, there has to be historical truth. And there really is no way to prove that. So, I thought I had that here. I tell you. So sometimes when you listen, sometimes when you put something on Facebook, it 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 it'll be erased. Cause I, I I ain't touched it. Went back to get it. It's gone. You know. Oh uh, well. But how did how did this happen? Judaism. Well, number one, one problematic issue, of course, um, the advent of the letter J being added to in in the 16th century, 1500s, the letter J. Because without the letter J, then there couldn't be Jews. Judaism, Jerusalem, a number of Joshua, Jesus, those those words could not have existed. 
and and that you know that's only 500 years ago and they say these people existed you know two three thousand years 2500 years 2500 years ago well still long after ancient Kemet long after thousands of years after you know so then how did these people and then they come up with these stories once again it has to be true every year around the Easter time I talk about the exodus there, there was or there is no exodus in fact I just received thank you brother Paul <laughs> amen you know I love brother Paul man brother Paul be you know putting some stuff up for a brother you know for real there's a PC sent you know that uh, okay archaeologist C. Herzog one of the famous professors of archaeology department at Tel Aviv issued a shocking conclusion after the excavations, it had became clear the Israelites had never been in Kemet, had never wandered in the desert, had never conquered the land. None of the central, none of the central events of, quote, Jewish history were confirmed by what he found. Hard to grasp was a historical document that the great kingdom of David and Solomon did not correspond to reality. Once again, I say to you, this theology, particularly because you see they have these three main religions of Christianity, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, and they came out in that order. And one of the things that uh, are very important to these Sephonic religions is that they are historical they're factual, historically, physically. They existed. It is not somebody's imagination. Yeah, okay. Hard to grasp was the historical documents that the great kingdoms of David and Solomon did not exist, did not correspond to reality. Jerusalem is all dug up. Excavations have yielded a tremendous amount of material proceeding and following the existence of David's and Solomon's kingdom. Nothing confirming the fact of its existence. Not a single shred of clay. This is not to say that archaeologists were looking in the wrong place. In the days of Solomon and uh, David, Jerusalem was a large settlement with no central temple or royal place. So, it didn't exist. It didn't exist. You know, many people ask questions um, about if, if Jesus was a historical figure and his disciples, the 12 people that followed him, we, we have historical evidence of the ancient people of Kemet 2,500 years before those people and we can go to the tombs, we can view mummified bodies, 
their historical record of them in um, the Medunetcher, or what the Greeks called hieroglyphs, on walls and on tablets, in stone. But yet, there's not, there is not one <laughs> marker that Matthew was here, that John was here, that Daniel was here, Ezekiel, whoever else, any proof at all. And these stories from the Bible could not have possibly, no way possible. It reads more like a fairy tale than any fairy tale of Grimm or uh, any other fairy tale maker. Hans, Hans Christian Andersen or whoever else. <laughs> yeah. George Carlin. George Carlin's comedy routine on religion. <laughs> you should go to YouTube and uh, pull that one up. <laughs> religion. Yeah, I've been praying to God you know, no answers, and so about 50-50. So, you know, so instead of believing in God, you know what I believe in? I believe in the sun. I can see the sun. And the sun provides and gives us all the energy. Because without the sun, we die. In fact, the real sun is S-U-N, not S-O-N. And you can get that through the zeitgeist. They, they, um, I said that to my good friend, brother, Irv Lewis. Brother, in fact, Brother Irv Lewis next week, next week Friday, will be co-hosting with me. That's right. Brother Irv Lewis. He's going he's gonna to be outstanding, man. It's a good brother. But I sent him that. And uh, I've played it on here before. And basically it deals with the Zodiac and how things are evolved over thousands and thousands of years. So, yeah tell you this is this is a this is a deep subject because the minute you talk about the European Jews you're labeled anti-semitic and you're pressured into apologizing you're pressured into uh, you know begging for forgiveness there's a whole line of people Marlon Brando Spike Lee Michael Jackson Oh man, so many more contemporary. Uh, well, Kanye West is supposed to be apologizing for his, you know, saying things against European Jews, but one person is saying, "I don't think it's going to." And and so you know, I'm developing, and you know, many people call uh, some of these people whack because they don't conform to what the society wants them to. And and they're courageous enough, because I don't. I give less than a damn what these crackers say, or how they feel. But Kyrie Irving, let's let's play that particular piece about Kyrie. You know, about Kyrie Irving, about what he said. And let me see where is that piece at. That's a good piece too about um, Kanye. But you know. You know, and but but Kanye, Kanye was going off, but 
but uh, so so was Kyrie. And I'm gonna make sure I have this piece uh, from Kyrie because it's a good piece. It's, it's a really good piece. What's up, family? This is your man, not your boy. Go black to Africa. I want to share this video. Another brother under attack, Kyrie Irving. Check this video out and I'll be back. And it's a title given to Christ, Philippians 2.11. And my name translates in the Hebrew language as Yahweh. So I went on the Amazon Prime. I was like, you know what? Let me see if there are any documentaries on Yahweh. So went in the search bar, typed in Yahweh. That came up. Went out and shared it on my platform. That was my night. And I'm not a divisive person when it comes to religion. I, I embrace all walks of life. You see it on all my platforms. I talk to all races, all cultures, all religions. And my response would be, um, it's not about educating yourself on what Semitism is and what anti-Semitism is. It's really about learning the root words of where these come from and understanding that this is an African heritage that is also belonging to the people. Africa is in it, whether we want to dismiss it or not. So the claims of anti-Semitism and who are the original chosen people of God, and we go into these religious conversations, and it's a big no-no. I don't live my way like that. I don't live my life that way. Excuse me, I grew up in a melting pot, and I say a melting pot of all races, white, black, red, yellow, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, and you can see the way I live my life now. I'm not here to be divisive, so they could push their agenda. I don't want to say they, because I'm not identifying any one group or race of people. But I'm in a unique position to have a level of influence on my community. And what I post does not mean that I support everything that's being said or everything that's being done or I'm campaigning for anything. All I do is post things for my people in my community and those that it's actually going to impact. Anybody else that has criticism obviously wasn't meant for them. Hopefully I'm understanding what you said, and I, I want to make sure I get it right because I don't want to misquote I don't expect, it. I don't expect understanding from a media conglomerate group that sincerely talks about the game of basketball, and then we bring up religion as if it's correlative at times when it's convenient for people to bring it up. So please just be direct with your question right. so we can move on from this, and I can talk about the game and go home to my son, Elohim, and my wife, Marlene, okay? I might take it that this was the, what you shared was not something that you've even watched. This was you did okay. You did watch it or either watch it or read it. I had a lot of time last year to read a lot. 
read a whole bunch, good and bad, about the truth of our world. So then do you, I guess, understand or not understand those that might imply that that work had anti-Semitic leanings in it? I only ask this because the tweet is still up there, so I... We're in 2022. It's on Amazon, a public platform. Whether you want to go watch it or not is up to you. There's things being posted every day. I am no different than the next human being, so don't treat me any different. You guys come in here and make up this powerful influence I have over top of the adultery of the... Oh, you, you cannot post that. Why not? Why not? I don't hear an uproar of that. I'm not here to be divisive on what's going on on this or that. I'm not comparing Jews to blacks. I'm not comparing white to black. I'm not doing that. That conversation is dismissive, and it constantly revolves around the rhetoric of who are the chosen people of God. And I'm not here to argue over a person or a culture or religion on what they believe. No, this is what is here. It's on a public platform. Did I do anything illegal? Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did I do anything illegal? Did I hurt anybody? Did I harm anybody? Am I going out and saying that I hate one specific group of people? So out of all the judgment that people got from me posting, I just, without talking to me, and then I respect what Joe said, but there has a lot to do with the not ego or pride of how proud I am to be an African heritage, but also to be living as a free black man here in America, knowing the historical complexities for me to get here. So... I'm not going to stand down on anything that I believe in. I'm only going to get stronger because I'm not alone. I have a whole army around me. What do you think? Now, here it is that they want to get you now by having guilt by association. That if you watch a movie and you make a comment or you tell people, check out a movie with some information, that they want to tie you or put you in a corner as though that you're promoting something that they want to go ahead and label as hate. But when you look into it, what is really considered to be hate? You see, Kanye West, Kyrie Irving, Nick Cannon, whether it's other people who are black folks that are make mentioning of things of who is Jews or what is the reality or the truth of people being part of the children of Israel, they're trying to use it as means of hate speech. Is this really the direction we're going? If you don't think that this has consequences, repercussions on a people as a whole, if this does not sound as though that they're trying to make examples out of those in order to show that you better remain silent. Isn't this even imposing on people's freedom of speech that they would rather the media, these evil reporters that try to question you as though everybody's asking the question, but their agenda is to put you in a place of silence or to try to spawn a following of people to hit on their emotions as though that you are a hater. This is nothing more than just tactics again by a system that will get you to remain silent, to zip your lip, not speak the truth. You think about it. Kanye West, bank account was shut down. 
social media taken. This is the door to something called the New World Order. If you're not seeing now that your money sitting in a bank can be shut up, closed down, that they can take your life basically of away in a sense of your means of supporting your life, lifestyle, at any given moment based upon something you say shows me in the direction that society is going. This is a scary thing that many people need to start to think about. Now, I know many people don't have platforms and they remain quiet, but you just wait and see. You will be affected by it. You will be confronted with not just saying something, but be questioned on your belief system, your opinions, and where you stand on particular matters. And when you try to stifle those who want to push and pry to pull out of you, who, where you stand, you'll be ridiculed. You'll be ostracized. You'll be taken to the tree with a noose around your neck and put you in a place where you'll be hung, left out for all to see. Let's go a little further with this because people think that, don't think that this has an effect on them. Your social media, your text messages, your, 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 your phone calls, your location and where you go is all monitored. When they see that you go on social media platforms to watch, this is algorithms, to be able to see what you watch, what you listen to, will put you on a radar put you on a list an alert that you may be associated with these platforms that might be speaking the truth so then they begin to get you even more worried in fear that where you won't even go on social media where you're now pushed into a corner because when you watch a smart TV, they know what you watch. Isn't that true? It, sh it picks up on your cell phone. It shows all the different things that you have an interest in. The ads start to pop up and you wonder, how did they know I was looking for a Toyota? Now, all of a sudden, you become silent and complacent. But be of good cheer. You can always remove yourself out of one society into another. And go on with your life where many countries out here may not have those measures in place to totally watch you. Or you might be in a place that they just don't have the so-called technology yet. This is your man. Not your boy. Go black too. Africa. I say, go back to Africa.
That's what we must do. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back from the break, we'll talk more about what happened with Kanye and happened with Kyrie Irving. And more importantly, what we must do as African people. And give and and, 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 and I'll try my best to give more clear clarity to the issue historically because a lot of us don't understand this. And just like Stevie said, that man with vision, when you believe in things you don't understand, you suffer. That's right. When you believe in things you don't understand, you suffer. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on TimeForAwakening.com and BlackTalkRadio.com. We'll be right back. I hope you stick with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshie on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. I'm not going to make any announcements. I'm just going to go right back to the discussion. Anybody wants to get in this conversation, please give us a call at 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. For those of you who are in the queue, hit star twice. Hit star twice. That will let me know that you want to get in on this serious, deep conversation that a lot of times, a lot of people don't get into because you are trained to be afraid to talk about this. You cannot question the European Jews and what they have done. It is a it is a question. It is a uh, uh, um, a subject that is taboo. <laughs> you know, especially you know if you say something unfavorable, what they might deem anti-Semitic. Now, I'm not debating whether the European Jews are Semitic people because they're not. So I'm not going to debate that. They're not. They're late converts to Judaism. Uh, some say they have no link to the ancient Hebrews. They come from the Khazars of Eastern European, of Eastern Europe. You know, and uh, but now they dominate and control Judaism. And look what Israel is. Look what it's done to Palestinian people. Look what it's done to African people. People who had to immigrate there, wanted to immigrate there. Look how they treat them. Look how they treat the people of Demona, Demona Israel who are uh, Ben Amin, out of, coming out of Chicago, getting all those brothers and sisters together and taking them first to Liberia and then on to Israel where they have a little area in Demona, Israel, but they don't deal with the, the Israelis like that. And the Israelis don't want nobody to deal with them. They don't want no Africans. They don't want no... The Israelis are... The European Jews are adamant and very clear. They don't want anybody in that country except them. Except them. See, Christianity and Islam are proselytizing religions. They go out and seek converts. Judaism doesn't do that. Judaism claims itself to be a historical religion, of which it is not. I just read to you that a Jewish person was looking for the Hebrews in Kemet, having labored there, having uh, under the yoke, under the sting of the lash. It's not true. Yes, I still watch the Ten Commandments uh, in, in the spring before uh, Easter, right, at, right after the, uh, you know, after um, Carnival. Then Fat Tuesday, and then Ash Wednesday. Forty days after Ash Wednesday, whatever how that comes up, will be Easter. 
That's the stuff that they wandered, you know, in the wilderness for 40, you know, for 40 years. Not just 40 days, supposedly. But it didn't happen. It's not true. Many of these stories, dear brothers and sisters, they are not true historically. If someone wrote it in their fantasy, that's true to them. And if you want to believe them, it's true to you. But what is what the what, what is the problem, Brother Oshi? What is the problem, Brother Oshi? They impose it on you. If they want to believe it, that's fine. But no, they impose it on you and make you believe it. And as a consequence, we'll say to you, if you challenge it, you're anti-Semitic. They ain't the Semites. They're not the Semitic people. The Palestinians are the, the people who occupy uh, Israel now are anti-Semitic because they dog out the Palestinians who are Semitic people. What a world, huh? What a world. And I'm saying that, you know, we, it, it is very difficult. Very difficult for us to understand all these dynamics. But it will be very easy for us if we embrace our Africanness. If we say, all oh, that outside is bull, I embrace being African. I embrace the, the the spirituality. I ain't saying for you to embrace no religion, but the spirituality of Africa and our ancestors. Our ancestors did not want us to be here and beg these crackers for a damn thing. Our ancestors didn't want us to be here and 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 and, and try to uh, uh, be in politics and politics, beg for voting. I don't on this program. I don't tell us to vote or not. That's that's up to you in this in this uh, society. That's up to you. I give less than a rat's ass. Who wins this election? And I said the other day, I don't know if I said it on my program here on this program here that I would not be surprised if Herschel Walker won. Just like I wasn't in some, I wasn't surprised, and I said it jokingly about Trump winning. Number one, I hate the Clintons. I can't stand they ass. So I, I, I honestly, honestly, I did not want her to lose, but I could give less than her ass ass if she did lose. But I hate Trump. <laughs> I've never liked him. Arrogant bastard. He proved to be what he is. Just like Maya Angelou said, if someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. Look what he's done. And now, this is just shows you how messed up this thing is and why we must come together, pull our resources, and do for ourselves. Get the hell up out of here. Hear this man with his lying ass. All these people who believe that the election was stolen and very reactionary, very fascist in their nature and in their mindset, these crackers are running for political office and some of them will win. 
some of them will win. And eventually it'll be such a thing that the Republican Party will dominate the politics of this country. Yes. Yes. And it's interesting to see the Negroes, the Negroes you see at these rallies for Trump behind uh, behind these people. It's interesting, isn't it? We have a caller, 931-931. Good afternoon. Is that me? Yes, you, brother. How you oh, doing? Oh, okay, great. That's yeah. supposed to be 913. Excuse me, man. I'm reading it wrong. I should have put my glasses on. No, it's okay. <laughs> That's what we do. We we yeah. help each other be right. I heard and that nine one three. All right, to you man, and you you helping me to be right. I uh, I appreciate your commentary and your uh, you know the whole uh, position. I, I I'm just uh, you know I'm in my sixties now. Okay. And I think about the future more than I do the past. Sure. Now that might sound a little strange to some people when I'm when I admit I'm sixty. <clears throat> Well, I'm 70, man. So. I well, I got children. Yeah. I have children, and they're going to have children. Right, right. It's and the future. some of them do. Exactly. So you and think about the future. The future. I mean, right. That's right. So what we do in our lives, if nothing else, is at least give the knowledge that we have to our children so they can pass it on. That's right. That's what my father did with me. He didn't do much else, but he certainly did get me into reading. And I've been reading since I think I was five, six years old, you know. And I'm not talking about reading comic books. Well, I did read some of them. But he would give me history books, mm-hmm. psychology books, mm-hmm. and physiologic books, and books about medicine, how to live as a human being independent of somebody's opinion of how you're living, the choices that you make. Right. You know, you we what well, we're not often guided to, uh, and it doesn't apply to everyone, and that's why I say we're not often. Uh, where our parents say, do your thing. You know, in other words, uh, the the mind of a child is open and fertile. And if the child is given the opportunity to simply express their own sentiments in a non-aggressive uh, way, <clears throat> things would be a lot different. I know when I was 10 years old, and I would, my, my dad would play Malcolm X tapes and I would just, just, and I hadn't experienced overt racism at that time. But just to know that there were men that spoke like my father spoke made me recognize that there was a different world that I have to promote if no one else was in myself. And I, I wanted to grow up to be like a person who could think, who didn't just necessarily take someone's opinion because they're a politician or they're whatever as the truth. Right. Now we, we got a we got a we got a situation here. And and many of the younger people don't really realize the devastating future that is waiting for them. The white folks are going to different planets. And and we're sitting around trying to, you know, uh, make a rap song. You, you understand what I'm saying? Very clear. And I know that you do. Very clearly. I, I, I know that you do. And it's, yeah. it's distressing that they put so much value on money and very little value on cooperation 
without success. And money is animals don't use money. <laughs> you can't get rid of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They do what they do. They come and take what they need, and they go on about their business. And that's true of every every being species on this planet except humans, <clears throat> because we've been made to think that money is what we value ourselves and others for. And that's not the reason we were born. We weren't born to go get money. <clears throat> Matter of fact, those those are just pieces of paper. <laughs> you know, when you really get down to it, sure. I'd sure. rather have I'd rather have a, 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 a tuna sandwich than I would a dollar. Yeah. You know, when I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so I, I I'm I, I feel somewhat frustrated at what I hope I'm wrong about, and that's the future of our our children and our and our people. Uh, I, I, like you, have often thought it would be better, I think, if we could just pack up the ones that really want to go. Let's go. And do like they did. For, yeah, like they did for Garvey, man. Just yeah. get us some ships and we'll leave. Let's go. Let's you go. Know? Because this. You want to give me reparations? Don't keep the money. Just yeah. give me a ship and get me someplace the hell away from you white folks because you have proven to the world mm-hmm. that you are just as Elijah Muhammad said, they are the devil. devil. If there, is, if there is a devil, that's mm-hmm. them. It ain't in the ground. Mm-mm. You can just look at what it is they put forth, <clears throat> the environment we have to operate in. You go to the hospital, and the doctors are waiting there to kill you mm-hmm. slowly so they can make money off of you so they can survive in their world and the hell with the world that you stand mm-hmm. for. You know, And I, I just find that distressing that we just put so much emphasis on not and certainly I'm not applying it to you, but I'm just saying our our quote unquote culture has no or very little appreciation for what we can accomplish for the future. In other words, we always talk about the past. We you know, we can tell you how many bricks are in the pyramid, you know, but they don't know what they're going to do to pay the rent next year. Mm-hmm. You, you yeah. understand? Sure. Yeah, and then it's distressing. And like I said, when you get sixty, man, you start thinking about things. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna be here long. Sure, um, sure, because you have more wanna... because you have more years behind you than you have ahead of you. And what it is ahead of you? What is ahead of for you? For you, your family, your grandchildren. Okay. What is ahead? And it's very frightening because uh, you don't see us as African people, particularly as me. I'm talking this, you know. That mm-hmm. how we're going to how we're going to exist and 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 do things in the future, independent of Caucasians, independent of Europeans, and and that's the issue because Europeans' desire is to eliminate everybody else and take their resources, uh, uh, take their culture, do whatever they can do to put themselves in the leadership position. They're 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 the least amount of people on the planet who control the most resources. They are less than 10% of the people on the planet. But yet, they control well, about the, 89% of resources. Huh? You said the key word, control. Mm-hmm. The, because of the, the, their population, which, as you accurately stated, is less than 10%, their whole objective, is survival and control. Yes. And ours is, you know, hey, brother, hey, brother. Yeah, I mean, that's just our nature. We're not naturally killers. 
No. You know, we if somebody no. attacks us and we, you know, you know, mm-hmm. it's just naturally defend yourself. But we don't. We wouldn't. We've never generated societies or produced societies that had people who were eternally subservient to the leaders. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even even in their in, in their and I'm not a Christian, but even in their their, their stories of, of how Joseph, you know, rose to become, you know, the second in command. You yeah. know, but he was a slave in right. his thought. We we don't have any instances of that. Mm-mm. Well, see, it's, that's the so, thing. That's the thing. They they rate the, they have they have written these stories to make and, yeah. and to impress upon you that these stories are real, that these people are real. This is historical fact, which of course they, it is not. It's just like, as That's I mentioned right. earlier in the program about the, the Brothers Grimm or Hans Christian Andersen or any other, you know, a storyteller and the yeah. characters that they use. They're not real. But yet they've yeah. imposed this religion on you so deeply that you are made to believe it. And if you say something outside of it, because they dominate and control Judaism, these European Jews, that you'll be labeled anti-Semitic, even though they're not Semitic people. This whole thing, you know, what they have done, you know, is a farce. You know? Well, that's that's part of that's part of the game. And you accurately talked about that. I mean, I was almost applauding you, man, because the world society has accepted the Ashkenazi, as you identified, as Jews, mm-hmm. they are only Jews by what's written down on the paper. That's they right. They are not Jews from origin. They are not Jews from culture. I mean, they're thieves. It's what they're, they're really right. intelligent thieves. That's I'll give them are. credit for that. Yeah. And they have set up a world system where the richest people in the world, we don't even know who they are. But they'll mention Kanye. He's got mm-hmm. $1.2 billion. These people throw billion dollar party mm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. they got to, they literally run everything and like you said if you say anti-semitic or if you say anything about jewish people and i put ish on it purposely uh then suddenly you are 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 are, are told or, or others will portray you as being an anti-semite Mm-hmm. It was just ridiculous. It is. If you and I went to if you and I went to Israel and got citizenship, we wouldn't be Jews. <laughs> we would be Negroes <laughs> in their mind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. they would treat you as such. Hey, oh no, no doubt. If you go online, if you go to YouTube and you put in uh, anti-Semitism or anti-Semite or the real Jews, you see tons of 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 of, of video. <laughs> on YouTube of the European Jews killing and, and, and kicking out uh, Africans, uh, Eritreans, Ethiopians. Right. And, the, and the Ethiopians, see, there's, 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 there's three sets of Jews. There's the uh, Falsa Jews, Sephardic Jews, and Ashkenazi. The Falsa Jews are supposedly the original Jews. These are the ones, particularly on the, on the Eastern part, and even in, into the south uh, of the book, the Hebrews. That's who they are. Yeah. You know, the That's Sephardic right. Jews are the latest. Jews who went through northern um, Africa and they even went into um, the Iberian Peninsula. When the Moors were kicked out of Spain, the Sephardic Jews followed, were followed in, in, in the 1492 when the Europeans uh, said, uh, no, we're tired of this shit. We're going to reclaim the European Peninsula. Uh, I mean, we're going to claim the western part of Asia, really is what it is, but we're going to claim okay. Europe and we're going to make Europe you know, 
uh, the standard in the world. And they kicked those Sephardic Jews out because they said that just like what the Jews, what these people have had, though, uh, brother, is that they had the idea of how they can control society, how they can work together to control money, how they can work together to control other entities within the society and be in control of it. You're right. That is the most operative word that we're talking about today is control because that's who they are. And that's what they have done. What did they do uh, at the turn of the last century? They impressed upon the uh, the Europeans, the United States and Europe, that we need a homeland. We're constantly persecuted everywhere around the globe. You see what happened uh, in Poland to us. You see what happened, particularly see what happened in Germany to us. Not no six. I don't give a damn if it's one or ten or six million. But really, theoretically, six million is ridiculous. <laughs> but but that's their story, though. So I, I'll give you that. So you can have that. So even one was killed they, with a gas tip. You can have man, it. Man, they, they threw six million off the boat when they yeah. were bringing us some Africa. Man, even more than man. that. At least more than that. And, and And listen to this, though. Some of those people, some of those boats were owned by European that's Jews. Right. So we got to make we got to be clear who these people are, because what is the relationship between European Jews here in this country to us? Because of the uh, 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 the uh, Caucasians who were Catholic or maybe Protestant and so forth and and had some aversion to to the Jews. That's about the Jews laid low, you know, but yet and still they were in control. They were still dealing with. Uh, our enslavement. What has the relationship right. been more in, in more recent times? The European Jew was politics, the merchant. Politics and finance. Yes, he was the merchant, and we yep. were and we were uh, uh, the the customer. He okay. was he was the landlord, and we were That's the right. tenant. Because even <sighs> even even I can remember coming growing up in back in Milwaukee. Uh, the houses that we stayed in, two of them were owned by European Jews. You know, that we had to rent, but you were owned by European Jews. So this thing about anti-Semitism and all this stuff is, you know, is some bull. But what's but but what is real? Even even though all those stories they have are not real, but what is real mm. is their control. In the politics, right. <laughs> in in in, uh, in finance, the movie industry. There's a good movie, brother, and I've been saying this to, for us to watch. Is Ragtime. If you haven't seen Ragtime in a while, go back and check it out. Because what it says. I remember it. Oh yes, yeah. it's a good movie. Howard Rollins and so forth. Yeah, but there's a part in the movie where the European Jew goes, has his daughter on a leash, goes back to yeah. the. Goes back to the slum in, in in the ghetto to be with his wife. They're on an upper tenement, and she busts him, cheating on, uh, you know, cheating on her. And he throws her stuff out, and he takes his daughter, and they go to California. And what he does is he he's an artist, and he makes these little silhouettes, and 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 each frame it moves a little bit, it moves a little bit, a little bit, and then you when you flip it, it moves, you know. And that's the advent of, uh, of 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 movie making, of film, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And so mm-hmm. he, he says this line, which is very profound, and I've always remembered from the first time I saw that movie when it came out. He says, there is no end to what you can do with the photo play. And, right. when, you, and when you fast forward that, I remember uh, when Ted Koppel was hosting Nightline, when he was hosting Nightline, and, and uh, he had this Caucasian on there who was dealing with blue screen technology of how you can have a movie like Forrest Gump and you can have the character played by Tom Hanks standing right next to John F. Kennedy because he came out of the mm-hmm. Vietnam War, standing right, and it, it looks all that looks real. And what this Caucasian said to self, that we can really, because we have these images, we can rewrite history. We can, all the stuff in history that you have believed that, you know, because we're going to write it, but more importantly, we're going to show it to you because the visualization is even deeper than the written word. It's mind control. It is. That's you know? exactly what it is. And that, that was the purpose of it. And they have, I, I, from all intents and purposes, they have been successful. Yeah. Because well, you, you see people doing things that are against their best interest because, yeah. you know, we vote. Because I've never registered to vote in my life. Well, for what? <laughs> I mean, between <laughs> yeah, yeah. right on, I mean, bro. really, yeah. I mean, the vote that I yeah. think is taking care of me and educating my children, yeah. you know, being sensible and humane with other people that I encounter. Yeah, uh, being as productive as I can in my own environment as I can. That that's, that's what right. I'm talking about. Yeah. Republican or Democrat? I mean, that has changed <laughs> in this country. Over, you know, Republicans used to be more socially oriented now the democrats are supposed to be that way it's like choosing between hell and fire which, yeah. which is worse exactly you know what i mean exactly brother but we, we don't realize and it's like you know the thing that really kind of exemplifies what i'm saying is i remember watching films of so-called uh the jews uh uh, uh people in germany being led off to the chamber mm-hmm. and they would have a road that goes to the left and a road that goes to the right. And since they didn't know what was at the end of the road, some of them realized there was something going on, but they couldn't put their finger on it. So some of them went to the right, and some went to the left, and they both ended up in the gas chamber. And that's what I look at the Republican and Democratic Party for. They they are just two birds. They are the same. They are yeah. the same because the different. It's just a different wing. Governed. It's just a different wing of the same filthy, nasty, funky bird. Exactly, they are you're governed right. by the same idea. Yep. And that's really what it comes yeah. down to. Let's, let's just deceive these people and make them think yep. that casting a vote is going to make your life better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen. Hey, let me let me get to some more callers. A bunch of more callers of college. Yes, sir. No, I I'm going to put you on hold. Always. To you. Thank you, brother. You too, brother. I'm going to listen more. Peace. Thank you. Peace. 334-334, good afternoon. Good afternoon, brother O.C. Uh, uh, I'm learning something new every day. Uh, it's just too bad that I'm in different time zones and doing a <laughs> bunch of other things. Right. But uh, I'm going to take up your recommendation on that ragtime movie. Oh, though. man, I please will. do. Please do, I man. Will. Yeah. Yeah. So you make you sure that you, much, you see the, 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 the European Jew. And, and what he does, and because that's the creation, the idea of the creation of Hollywood. You know, uh-huh. this cat named Neil Gabler, 
who was a European Jew, wrote a book about how the Jews created Hollywood. And if you look at Hollywood in its early stages, uh, with you know uh, M- MGM, Metro Goldwyn, Samuel Goldwyn, Mayor Louis B. Mayer, uh-huh. uh, you look at uh, Ralph Warner, the Warner Brothers, you know, and all these other movie people and studios that they created. Look, was what was the imagery that they created of us? Yeah, exactly. Yes, so I'm saying yes. now, these mother, these they ain't our friends. There's no sympathy with them and us. They made it appear as such, especially during the civil rights time, because they helped finance it. And some European Jews, like uh, uh, they always talk about, you know, the 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 uh, uh, bus with um, Swarner Cheney, uh, Swarner uh-huh. Cheney uh-huh. and Goodman. So the two of the three, because Good, uh, uh, Goodman, Goodman and, and Swarner were Jews, and and Cheney uh-huh. was a brother, you know, and, and they were all and three were killed, and they give sympathy to that. But the bottom line is the sacrifice made in that era was us. Yes. Was us. What's up? You know? Get to some other callers, brother. Get all to right. some other callers. All, all right, my brother. Uh, with all this. Peace and blessings. All right. Peace. Alrighty. Uh Unknown, is that my brother Paul? Good morning to you, Baba Ochi. Oh. And how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, man? Well, I'm always good as long as I hear that you're well. Thank so, you, and I am. You know, all is well. Yes. Good. Good, and I'm glad to hear it and let the ancestors protect your journey. Because we need more people like you, and I um, definitely enjoy your um, program, and I enjoy your spirit. And uh, as my elder, you know, it's <laughs> a, a fantastic to have an elder like you. It's a fantastic to have an elder like you, so... Well, well, listen, Paul, I appreciate you because a lot of times, you know, not just when you call and, and we have these good exchanges, but what you send me on a constant basis, man. You know, in fact, one of the things you sent me, I read earlier, if you didn't hear well, uh, the research that was done by uh, European Jews to prove that there were no Jews in ancient Kemet. That, that that whole story of the Exodus is a lie. But that's been done. That was proven that was that was proven about thirty, forty years ago. They had a, a conference on it, you know? And, and 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 that was proven. But what happens with that though is that uh God, this catch used to say, uh, and I, I would I love to have that that saying. He said, uh when the truth is no, when the when the lie is more uh deeper than the truth, you go with the lie. And so when the story of the Exodus and all those things are better than the truth, we're going to go with the lie. We're going to perpetuate the lie. And so just like the same thing with 9-11, they're going to perpetuate that lie. And all the other lies that that fit their narrative, they're going to continue to perpetuate them. See? So, yeah, man, I, I, I appreciate that. You know, as you was talking, it reminds me. Oh, the lies are so. Oh, the lies. The lies are so fantastic. I have, I'm sorry to put it that way. The lies are so <laughs> seditious. And yeah. Fantastic. You know yeah. that they had the whole world convinced last last. Uh, I talked about the fake moon landing. Mm-hmm. There are many. What's that? What's that brother of that crazy brother over in England talking about? But 
You know, when you do your research and you and and you have the ability to think outside the box, mm-hmm. you have the ability to your intellect into the into your intelligence, whatever that is, and start to work. So, um, Baba Ochi, when you get to that kind of level, and appreciating other people who are conscious because you 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 kind of attracted to those sort of people mm-hmm. how self is conscious they're still lives they're still and it's not their fault because you know if you if you're if you're if you've been indoctrinated into their institutions box is very difficult mm-hmm. the language you speak is the language of your capturer Right. The ideology of your culture, yep. which you, as you identify yourself, meaning like, for instance, most people, when you ask them who they are, they tell you their job title or what their mm-hmm. career is. That's who they are. But that's not who they are. It's been indoctrinated into them. Mm-hmm. The lies are so deep. And the more, the more I learn, you know, and it's just like, it's shocking it's so shocking, you know. I mean, even in England where I'm born, I mean, I, I had the impression going through their schooling falling system. That's what I call it, the schooling falling system. Because all they're there to do when you go to these schools is just fool you up. And I tell you why they just fool you up. You know, how is it that you're going to tell me nothing about myself? How is it that I don't play a part in it when for 400 years you had my people under, mm-hmm. you know. Under the, the, the yoke, the, the, yeah, the, under the, suppression, yep. The only thing you can tell me about in your institutions try to feed some people who you call slaves. I never, I've never seen myself as a slave, you know. Right. I, I find it real hard in my mentality to identify with that. You know, what I mean, I know we were captured, captured. I know we was held in bondage, but I, I find it very difficult to identify myself as a slave or any of my ancestors as a slave. I, I really, you know, every time I hear that, I just I don't see that in myself. To be honest with you. You know, but but that that's the indoctrination. Right. With, with, with that that's what they do to us. Right. And see, I you know that, that, that the fact that it was so now, slick with I, this, the fact that it was so slick with this, that just like when you hear the word Holocaust, you automatically put the face of European Jews on it, and they did not experience a Holocaust. A Holocaust is just like genocide. That they 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 erased the whole people like like the European the Europeans did when they came into the island of Hispaniola, which is now uh, Haiti and the Dominican Republic. They erased all of the inhabitants on there. That's genocide. See, same with the Holocaust. You've got to attack Columbus to that. Yes. You've got to attack. Yes. Because that's his name. And so you've got to attack. Mm-hmm. So so the same thing with the. Uh, uh, with the European Jews, they didn't experience that, you know. But yet, it is associated with them. It's just like the word "slave" has been associated with us. If I say the word "slave," you automatically put our face on it because you've been trained to do so. And that's nothing furthest from the truth. Because what a slave is is somebody or something that submits its will. To a master. We never submitted. We always resisted. We fought on the continent. We fought in the Middle Passage. We fought in this hemisphere. 
We fought in this country. We always fought and resisted even to this very damn day. But yet, when you hear the word slave, our face is on it. Paul, let me get another call. I'm going to come back to you, okay? Brother Paul? Brother Paul? Okay, let me get 347-347. Good afternoon. Hey, what's happening, Oshie? How you doing, Jay? Man, I can't call it. You know it is what it is. It do what it do. It do, do, do. Hey, listen. This whole thing with the Jew that black people never get to the point to ask the Jew is, how could I be against myself? Okay. You call me an anti-Semite, but how could I be against being black? You the one who's not really a Semite. Right. You come from Azanazi. Right. The European Jew is not you a Semite. What He's not I'm Semitic. Saying? Right. So how have you been able to because, trick the world right. into believing that you are a Jew and then want to always throw on me that I'm an anti-Semite? Right. You know what I mean? When I say something against a Jew. Right. That's like kind of crazy, Isn't but it? it's kind of it's kind of hmm. dastardly and quite ingenious to be able to manipulate the world into having people so readily use that word against Semitic people. Right, because they're not the you Semitic people. They're not Semitic see, people. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But nobody, and I don't understand. While our scholars haven't came together and challenged them on this, because I had heard a clip by Brother Keedy that he did Sunday saying the same thing. Yeah. How could I be against myself? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know, I think when you hear a Negro like, Shaq and Charles Barkley and right. them talking well, about well, Kyrie Irving should have been suspended. Right, How some suspended person for 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 pointing out for some of them to say Jay that he should be yeah. he should he he should be uh, uh, cut. He should be out of can the you, league. Yeah, you know. Can you can can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Can you can you just imagine that? Because you're not historically clear and you have no real scholarship and you don't understand that you would put forward that. And nobody challenges them. Mm-hmm. But you know what the funny thing is? Kyrie's the type of cat that will challenge him. Yeah. And I think he may have enough oh, yeah. knowledge and information to back it up because, yeah. you know, he ain't going for it. Right. And I don't think that they would really... It wouldn't be intelligent to suspend him based on that. Now they could get away with it with um, Kanye because Kanye is an effing idiot. You know what I mean on a certain level. But somebody like Carrie, he'll put the pushback on you, mm-hmm. and I think he'll spend the money to really put it into the type of debate that you don't want. Those non-intellectuals like Barkley and Shaq to even get a whiff of, because once they have to def- define and identify 
how they are a Semite and they won't be able to historically do it, then you got a problem now. Mm-hmm. And they never had nobody chastise them or expose them on that level. And when ha- when when Farrakhan had the opportunity to do it, he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I mean, we You're just right. gotta we gotta call it for what, what it, it is. is. Yeah. We gotta be honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they should be they should be challenged. But see, that's an interesting right. thing because there are some European Jews who will honestly say, hey, we are not the chosen people, number one. I that's don't like cool. that. I don't like that chosen people bullshit to begin with. I, I, you know, right. to me, there should never be a God, any God that has a that, that chooses one people over all other humanity. And praise and especially a people even based upon what they have written truly does not deserve anything that God would have for them based upon all the stuff that they've done, all the evil that they have done, you know? So, but, but, but the crazy thing is we don't have the type of leadership or the thought merchants to really come together and challenge this whole thing about anti-Semitism. Because if we did, I guarantee you the whole response would be totally different. I mean, you know, and see, here, see, not only the Jews, I don't, I don't even know if you heard, I talked about how they, you know, control a number of things. They, you know, the key word to this whole discussion today, as my brother uh, saying, is control. They, they control Jews, European Jews control diamonds. They control diamonds. The main, the main import in Israel, in Tel Aviv, is diamonds. The main export in Tel Aviv is diamonds. I remember on Saturday Night Live, they did a little, you know, Saturday Night Live sometimes <laughs> throws some stuff that's supposed to be comical, but it's on point. And they, and they had this little, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, rabbi in the car giving a circumcision, you know, to a little baby, you know. And then at the same time, uh, the, the guy is cutting a diamond. He's cutting a diamond. And both of them say, perfect. You know, flawless, perfect. You know, I'm saying is that, you know, there's evil in this world. There is truly evil in this world. I don't want to say that it is, uh, um, you know, the devil itself. I don't believe in that. But there's a mentality. There's a, there's an ideology. There there is a method that people are doing. Hey, Jay, let, me, let me let me catch this catch this caller here, Jay. Hold on, okay. Good afternoon. Hey, my sister, how are you? Hey, my brother. Enjoying the program. Thank you. It's awesome. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, um, you know, I'm agreeing with a lot of what was said, how dastardly the Jews are. But there have been some scholars that have, uh, have uh, you know, shed the light and taught us. Um, I know uh, John Henry Clark. Oh, of course. And Dr. Ben Jokana. Yeah. Doc, Dr. Doc, Ben Jokana. Yeah. Well, and then I think. But also, too, yeah, uh, uh also, too, uh, um, Dr. Uh, Leonard Jeffries, who who was yeah, castigated because of that. Absolutely, Dr. Leonard Jeffries. Yes. So I just mm-hmm. want to give an say out to our, our our scholar people, you know, to, to, because not, you know, it's not accurate to say none of us have have, have done that work. And just saying, I say to those powerful uh, leaders that have, and sure. I think Farrakhan, um, I think he's done some work too. He's he's talked about the Jews too. He, he has to. Mm-hmm. He's pointing out a lot of their dastardly deeds. 
and, and taught the truth, too. So I just wanted to bring that up. Okay. Okay. Thank you, my sister. And enjoy the show. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate okay. that. All right. All peace. right. I'll be for the Hodier. Be for Hodier. <laughs> right on. Okay. Uh, Brother Paul. Brother Paul. Brother Paul, you, you know still what? With me? The, the, the last caller, the sister, reminded me of something, and I and I also uh, must um, commend her for bringing those names. And I want to bring another name, yeah, which um, you're probably familiar with. You might, some might not be familiar with, um, Doctor Tony Williams. I'm not familiar yeah. with. He wrote mm-hmm. the no. Oh. Where's he out of? Is he is he here in the states? John Slot and. Um, Originally from Trinidad, he, oh, he okay. uh, studied okay. in um, okay. mm-hmm. Harvard and Warwick. So edited um, of book, um, relationship between the blacks and the Jews. Okay. Yeah. Well, you he, know, there's he, been he a number of, of people who looked at. There's been a number of, 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 of scholars who looked at our situation and, and, and try to make those comparisons and to do them honestly and justly and righteously as opposed to what the European Jews say it is and how and, 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 and how they gloss over it or fantasize about it or man, or romanticize about it and, and fish fictitiously put some stuff out there that, oh yeah, me, the blacks and the Jews are just, you know, we're we're partners in in defeating racism and 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 fighting for civil rights. No, we ain't. You know? Shit, and they ain't even the issue to you. Because the issue issue really to European Jews was accommodation because they couldn't, you know, because you know, they looked just like any Caucasian. If they would have told the person at the golf club so he can get in to play golf and be a member of the golf club, I'm not Jewish. I'm Catholic. What could they have said if he had, you know, what, do you look like a, a, a Steinberg or a whatever? No. Y'all look Caucasian. Because y'all are. Hey, you know, Brother Paul, this was interesting. Uh, uh, Nasser, when he was ruling um, Egypt, and, and uh, of course, at that time, uh, J, uh, R, FDR, excuse me, FDR, was dealing with uh, Ibn Zaud of Saudi Arabia. And, and they were talking about you know, the Jewish homeland and how that was going to be something that was going to be very problematic, you know. Well, he said, well, I don't have an Arab constituency, but I have a hell of a Jewish constituency. And so we're going to try to make, we're going to go in to Palestine and take it, you know, and put these European Jews in that position, you know. And they were going to do it. And we don't give a damn how you feel about it. We're going to do it. And that's what happened, you know. And and so this whole thing about the European Jews being our friend only at time of convenience because it was us, even though they did provide some monies, but it was us who were on the front lines of these marches, us on the front lines of these demonstrations, us on the front line of when we got tired of the shit and started to, you know, uh, have an uproar, have an insurrection, so to speak, a riot. It wasn't them, you know. So anyway, Brother Paul, go, go ahead. I'm going to give every all you guys a little last word. Go ahead, Brother Paul. 
interjection there. You know, um, this is I, I, I said this to you before that they don't they don't really appreciate it at first hand. We use the um, part before, so you're on this page. You, you said race doesn't exist, and I know you appreciate that. And I, yes. Yes. Racism. The term racism, right? The term we use, racism, is a direct Zionist term. It's a term which the Bolshevik Revolution. It was a term Oh man, you break you're breaking up on me, Parker, but I would love to hear what you're saying. I would love to hear what you're saying about this, but you're breaking up on me, brother. Go ahead, if you can. Sorry, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Brother Paul, are you there? Brother Paul, are you there? Oh well, I'm gonna go to go to Brother Jay. Go ahead, Jay. Hey, listen, man, as far as I'm concerned, I'll be an anti semite any day of the week for African people. That's right. That represent the truth. Yeah. And um what sister said, I I already knew that because I was there when Dr. Jeffries had that fight oh, over yeah. the people and the snow people and right. I took classes with Clark and all that so you know mm-hmm. maybe I shouldn't explain that better but what I was trying to say is right now we don't have the type of group of scholars that could come together or are willing to come together to really deal with this anti-Semitic issue mm-hmm. in regards to Jews always labeling you yeah. that when you say something about them. But you know something, man? Every now and then, they place themselves in a position when going after certain people where that person has the ability to defend themselves and they expose themselves for the anti-Africans that they are that exactly. you really is yes right and, on you know Kyrie Kyrie is one of those cats that may be able to have that ability to do it because like he said I'm a well-read guy right. and anybody who he ain't scared he ain't has scared the ability yeah to, to defend themselves and to be able to take and give questions because the one thing about these individuals are they never want a question to be asked to them Mm -hmm. to be able to explain how they so freely use that word anti-semitism on others yeah you know what i mean but game recognize game am i right or wrong no doubt yeah all right well listen i know you gotta gotta go this show have a good one black man You, you too brother peace we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E. Because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants think they can't do it out, and they sure in the hell don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shem Hotep means go in peace. 
Asante Sana means thank you. Habibi Vahadieh. Habibi Vahadieh means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. You have a blessed day. Hope to see you on Friday. Peace.